Shalom people of God. Welcome to another beautiful day. We are so blessed to have this day. Now I just want you to just invite the Holy Spirit to come and take control. Invite him to take over your mind, every part of you because you want the word to change you. You know, there's a reason why scripture tells us that the word of God is quick. Is sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing to the asunder of marrow. You know, it depends on how you listen to the word of Because this is how the Bible describes the word of God. So it means all the times you've been living, if every day you read the word, if every day you listen to the word, and you still find yourself walking in the same carnality, not seeing anything new about yourself, not like not realizing anything new about Christ in the daily. That as you read the word, nothing new hits you. You're not changed, you're not you're not you're not provoked to speak in tongues, you're not provoked to like become something in that moment. You're not you don't see the life, you don't see yourself ministering to people, you don't see yourself manifesting like that. In everything you do, that word which you read is is like is the backing and you know that wow this is the word that i read if every day you don't have that it means that you've not been reading the word you've not been listening to the word as you should because the word is a spirit a spirit in life so if you are if you've been listening to the word for how long maybe you're 20 you're 21 22 you're 19 you're 17 you're 50 you're 60 you're 90 you're 80 if you've been listening to the word for all these years okay and nothing has happened to you. No realization. Nothing. You read it just like a storybook. Then please know that you've not encountered the word of God before. So I want you to just prepare your mind that look, today, today be today, you are encountering the word of God in a different It's going to tear you apart. It's going to make you into something different, like something you never realized before. By this word, I want you to declare it. You know, you're a prophet. Oh. You're a prophet over your life. So whatever you speak, that's what happens. So if you want to speak in tongues, you speak that I decline speaking in tongues. And you keep on speaking it until you see the tongues flowing out of your mouth like crazy fire. If you want to manifest the word, you speak that yeah, manifest the word, and you keep on speaking it until you see the word manifesting in you like fire. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So welcome once again. Shalom again. Today we are going to look at what flesh you have. <laughs> Now, I just want us to think back to scripture. Okay. Why did God ask Adam that Adam where are you? Because I mean, like he he's he's <laughs> I mean, we've been told that God is all knowing. Some of us have realized it ourselves that God is all knowing. So why would God ask Adam now where are you? Is it that he just wanted people to see that he me, God, I know I'm not as no. Think about it. Let's say a family has there's a family of um, 16. The man, the woman, and their 14 children. No matter how many the children are, the mother and the father know that, okay, this is my child. Why? Because their children have a certain kind of skin color. They have the genes of their father or their mother. So... They have their eye color, their hair color. You get the idea, right? Great. So even if any child comes and tries to intercept the family 
and the, the child is saying, oh, mommy, daddy. The parents don't know this on my child. Why? Because they know how their children look like. I hope you are getting something here. So now, when God was in the garden, and he was, he was the Spirit of God was walking in the garden, and he was looking for Adam. He was looking for a certain identity that he had created. Now we are told that God breathed his breath into Adam or into man. And God manifested himself to us in a man, right? So we are we are literally God on earth because he put us here to reign. Okay, I hope you get that. So when God was looking for Adam in the garden, he was looking for himself in the garden. He was looking for someone which looks like him. He was looking for his very nature, his life, his breath, his body, his skin, his everything. He was looking for that. So as he was looking for that identity which he had given Adam and he didn't find it, he was like, ah, where is this guy? So he was asking that, oh, why are you? Because he did not find himself. I hope you understand that. His flesh had something new written on it. His flesh had something different than what God had written on it. Now, even before the foundation of the world were laid, some things were written about us, both by God and by the kingdom of darkness. So when we came here, you know, we lost our memory and all that, and we have to rebuild everything again. So it means that, it's not lost though. It is written about you. But then there's also something about the devil written about you. So which one is winning? At which point in time? So you wake up and you've come, you know, you hear that, oh, there's something called diabetes in your family and then you're the next in line. You hear that there's something called cancer in your family and you're the next in line. You hear that there's something called you die by the age of 40 and you're the next in line. All these things. And you're like, oh, why do I even have to force in life? Because I know that I'm going to do this at the end of the time. Who told you? When God was creating the world, he said that, okay, man, I created you to be, have dominion over everything and die at the age of 40 by cancer. He never said that, you know. So when you come into life and certain things are written about you, which is not in the word of God, you speak about it. And by speaking, I don't mean you just going to say, okay, hello, God. You know, I love you. You know this cancer thing, you know they beat me, so take it away. God will look at you and say, oh, why are they? And then the thing will still be there. It is true. It's not every day that, oh, you are doing rah ba 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 No. There are points in time when you have to engage in the spirit. You have to know the beauty of worship. It's not every day that you are going to, you know, disturb God. God will not remind you sometimes. But there's something wrong with you. And you have to speak about it declared who said when jesus was in the wilderness fasting and praying was just like god you know i love you he if he did not make the spirit active do you think you would have been able to survive those 40 days without fasting maybe jesus Karna, he likes some contumely and you know some yam but then what was he doing he stirred up himself in the spirit so his spirit was the one sustaining him but you you don't stir yourself up you're just there thank you god thank you god I'm not saying thank you, God is wrong. It is very necessary. But then for how long? Thank you, God is good. But it doesn't solve everything. You have to speak. You have to you have to let the world know that you have something in you. You have to make the clean part, or not, not even the clean part. You have to make sure that God's handwriting supersedes the handwriting of the enemy. That's what you have to do. So on a daily basis, you have to speak. You have to spend time with the word of God. You need to. It's not even you have to. You need to. It's a must that you spend time with the things of God. So that your skin knows that, okay, I have to manifest what is in the blood of this person. 
Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 tells us that the life of the flesh is in your blood. So whatever is in your blood, that is what your flesh shows. So you see, when Adam fell, his blood had different something. So his flesh was showing something else. That's why God couldn't recognize him. What about you? What is your flesh telling people? Is it telling them that, okay, this person, he's rich, he's handsome, he's everything. But then he doesn't know the depth of the word of God. He doesn't know what it really means to worship God. That's you and you're happy because you have money. Oh, please, don't fool yourself. Or this person, they, what, they will always have cancer. They will have um, diabetes. They will have problem with masturbation in their blood. They will never be free from masturbation in your day. And you are just there. And every day you are masturbating and you are happy. You know you have to stop, but then, like, it's not just, it's not happening because then you, you don't care. So you don't speak about it and you are just there. And your family, your generations to come after you will continue in that same trend. It's not just you. That's the funny thing. You know, when you are doing certain things in a sinful nature, you think that, oh, nobody is seeing. But then it's not just you. Your whole bloodline, everybody after you is going to suffer from that same thing. You have to be the one to stop it. You have to be the one to stand in the gap and break everything. So you're addicted to food, you're addicted to Netflix, you're addicted to movies. You cannot even go a day without watching a movie because, like, your whole life is in danger. You're addicted to songs, certain types of songs. You Every, hey, every, every non-religious song, you know, every song of the world, you know it. But when it comes to Christian songs that you want to, you have to listen to a song that will edify your own spirit. You don't like it because it's not sweet. Can you imagine? And on a daily basis, you are making your soul more accustomed to the things of the world. And you are writing the things on your flesh of the world. And you are writing, and you are writing. Soon God will not be able to recognize you. Because why? Your flesh is telling a different story than he created. And so you'll be tagged as the people of the flesh, the people of the world. Meanwhile, you are a son of God. So when things are happening in your life, don't sit there and say, hey, when will this thing go? Speak about it. And by speaking, I mean, raise your voice, speak in tongues, pray like a crazy person. Because you cannot be composed and, and <laughs> you cannot be composed and, you know, then, oh, thank you, Lord, that's all. And then you expect something which has been killing you at night to go. You have to make, you have to bark at it. You have to shout at it, scream at it to leave you. If somebody is worrying you, do you say, go, go, go? You get vexed. You get angry because you're like, ah, what is this person for? Get vexed in spirit. Let me tell you a secret here. Most things, most breakthroughs, most things which will cause actual things to happen with you happens only when you're angry in spirit. Because when you're provoked in spirit, you, you realize certain things which are hidden. But if you're never provoked, they're always so calm, they're always so cool. Always doing gentleman, lady, lady. Those things will still be worrying you. That you, every time that you want to worship God, some demon somewhere in the form of a woman or man will come and spoil you. Then they will, they will always be touching your ear, sweet, sweet, and you're like, hey, hey, and you'll be happy. Meanwhile, your life that you need is slowly sipping away. Speak into those things. Shout at them for them to leave. Don't just be there, cool boy, cool girl. That's so winning. You're just the cool man. You the yeah, you're the governor of a bank, so people can see you. Wow. Okay, be the governor and be dying your soul and be dying your spirit and condemn yourself to fire. All things are happening with you. 
brethren, <laughs> there's a lot of things at stake. If you don't act now, everybody who is after you will suffer for it. It's not a case, it's a fact. So what 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 story is your flesh telling today? What story is your flesh telling? Speak for your flesh to tell the things of God. So that every spirit of God can recognize you. Every spirit of God can know you. And that's how things come to you. You don't go and fight for them and you're looking for things. No. Because when you are in a certain kind of light, everything which is light is just attracted to you. Just like if you're in a certain kind of darkness, every bad thing will follow you. Because you know that, oh, I found a place to dwell. I found a place to finally be. This is my home. What kind of home are you creating in your flesh? A home for the Spirit of God. My home for the spirit of the devil. It's your choice after all. You decide. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and bless you for your grace and your glory and strength. If it is about to start this day, we go with this mind in our hearts. And we walk and become your very blood. That our skins will tell your word, your story, and no other story. We bless you and we are so grateful for everything you continue to do for us. Thank you. And bless you. In Jesus' name we pray, thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Shalom.